and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. That's me, dude. And that is him. We verified. We checked his ID. We got his paperwork. It's it's one hundred percent Marshall Brook. <laughs> This is a music discovery and a uh, comedy podcast where each week Marshall and I take a select theme and we cater a playlist of music uh, based around that theme. Uh, We got a lot of fun segments along the way and a bunch of other fun things we do here, but uh, mostly this uh, podcast is composed of dumb jokes and really good tunes. So maybe you'll laugh or maybe you'll find yourself a, a new jam for the week. Uh, anyways, uh, Marshall, uh, my <laughs> yes. best good buddy, uh, uh, if you were a Florida man, uh, what would be your crime that gets you on the paper? Oh man. If I was a Florida man, yeah, I feel like it would be for, for stealing stuff. Yeah. But it'd be for stealing something weird. I'd yeah. be like, I'd be like stealing, uh, antifreeze out of people's cars or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, you know, like siphoning it out. Yeah. Like <laughs> siphoning it out into a, a, a funnel, like into a, like a two liter with a funnel on top. He was quoted <laughs> saying it's for a thing. Yeah. I need it for reasons. For reasons. <laughs> ah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so stealing, but weird stealing. Yeah. My, mine would involve some sort of animal. Like, this guy taught a crocodile how to skateboard, you know? <laughs> and now he's in jail because the crocodile skateboarded down to the local skate park, and, and there's kids there. And ate all the kids. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> it was a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, Marshall, before we get into our, uh, you know, our next segment of this show, uh, yeah. we like to do a little thing here called Beer of the Day. Marshall, my buddy, my best good pal, what you drinking? All right. So today I've got probably the biggest can of beer I've seen all day. <laughs> and it's sitting here with some uh, yellow paint on the outside and some gold in the text. Yeah. It's, it's you think it's a sailboat, but it's actually an anchor in front of a mountain. What's that? It's Pacifico. Hey, la cerveza del Pacifico. The beer of Pacifico. Yeah, yeah. I think, oh like, shit! I, think, I get that right. I think it's the Pacific. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you got that. Yeah, I, was... I could, I could be wrong. Pacifico could be a, a proper noun. That's just what I've always assumed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's probably the biggest beer in this whole house because I'm a big, strong guy with a big, strong beer. Uh, what do you got, Zach? Um, Marshall, I, I, I'm kind of embarrassed about this. Um, yeah. Because uh, my beer. Yeah. Is actually a little bit bigger than your beer. No. What? What? what you, uh, let me see it. I, I. Well, it's on the table. In Here, front of let's. Me, uh, let's. I'm gonna put mine next to yours, and let's see which one's bigger. Oh. Yeah. Oh, guys, his is a lot bigger than mine. It's not taller. It's just girthier. <laughs> by a margin. By a margin. <laughs> By 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 an eight ounce margin, because <laughs> what I got over here, because you know me, I'm 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 always killing it in the game in the finances. I got me a thirty two ounce Miller High Life. Oh, dip is that one of them Golden Boys? Oh boy, it's like drinking a trash can. <laughs> when I was in college. Um, I used to, uh, uh, when I would go to a party, a lot of times I would, I would, I would skateboard to a party with my, uh, my roommate, Eric. 
Yeah. And we would skate to parties, and I would have a, a big 32-ounce golden can of Miller High Life on me. Mm-hmm. And normally, right when you get to the party, I'd grab that in my left hand, and I'd put a blunt on my ear. Mm-hmm. And every time I'd walk into those parties, it was just like, I'd walk in with that setup, and everyone's like, this guy. This guy is cool. I didn't talk to anyone all night. People talk to me, baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've definitely been that guy who's just a blunt. Like, a, a guy show up with a blunt to a party and be like, yo, dude, what's your deal? You know? <laughs> How like you living? I skateboard. Hell Yeah. <laughs> And also, we have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> Namely, that blunt on your ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mooch. <laughs> so, man, I just feel a little emasculated by this whole beer situation, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, um, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out how to... I'll, I'll start doing a, a bunch of push-ups before bed every night so I feel better. Maybe I'll buy a truck. Well, you know, maybe we can have a little bit more masculinity in the show. Uh, by oh. getting into my first segment okay. uh, that I brought to the table. Yeah. Uh, this is a little bit like music news. Uh, so I'm going to call this, uh, have you heard this? Uh, cool. Yeah. So I, I, and I really only have like one story uh, to tell you about today. It kind of came out yesterday. Okay. Uh, as the time of recording this. And um, Marshall, um, <laughs> Fallout Boy is having a vinyl pressed with their tears. Like their actual tears? Yeah, their actual tears. Oh. Uh, it is... Uh... Is that not a biohazard? <laughs> no. Nope. It's through a company called Crinal. You're telling me that there's a company that just does this? I don't know. It, it, it's weird because <laughs> like, initially when I read this, I was like, oh, they just partnered with some sort of vinyl company to like do this or something, right? Sure, or, like, sure, sure. Limited... But I mean, they're called Crinal. But yeah, no. It, with like, a C? With a C. And literally, they pulled this quote from their website. Music is more than just sound waves. It's passion, struggle, and emotion. That's why we developed a new kind of record, one that contains the artist's actual tears. <laughs> Zach, I didn't know you performed slam poetry. <laughs> when you listen to a crinal release, you're not just listening to the artists being played. You're feeling what they felt, which is fucking hilarious. Because, like, let's let's think about that aspect. So there's uh, you you as a company can only make sad music. Like well, you can only print stuff that's sad, right? Like I there's no to, who let the dogs out vinyl. I need to I need to step back a little it. bit, Zach. I'm sorry. I need to step back a little bit. So so you tell me that Fallout Boy is pressing a vinyl uh, with their tears in it. Yeah. And I go, yeah, emo sad boy shit. That right. makes perfect fucking exactly, sense. Exactly, right? Um, yeah. And then you tell me there's a company that does this. And so I'm sitting here thinking, okay, this isn't like a, a 10 vinyl limited release. Like, how many fucking mason jars full of tears are these guys having to fill up? Yeah. Um, I have a very difficult time crying because I'm so butch and masculine and have such a big beer. Right. Um, I'm just thinking it's like even if they put like – one teardrop in each uh, uh, each fucking vinyl, vinyl sold. Yeah, that's uh, still a that's lot. That's still like like that's like that's like a at minimum like a gallon. Yeah, it's still like a, a lot. gallon. Yeah, and it's like okay, you have four members. That's still like a a, a, a you know a quarter. See uh, if if a if quart, you know if, if they were saying this was like they were pressing a vinyl with their urine, I would say that is an easy goal. Yeah. 
That that's like that's like 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 they just need to check in like three three nights three yeah. different nights in a week or something. Man, I wonder if any band uh, made the piss record. You know, I think I think we could. Well, I think we need to. Uh, what was the piss episode? Episode five. Yeah, well, and then it was a little bit. I, uh, I last now. episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and now, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, well, well, I mean, we did have a fan write in and say they want the piss. Um, yeah, for sure. But so we could get like episode five uh, printed on a vinyl. Yeah. Um, and then we could, I guess, piss on it. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I don't know how merchandise works. I'm not a is vinyl scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Is that something that people are interested? Email wise? us. Yeah. Would you buy that if we printed a vinyl of one of our episodes and then urinated on the vinyl? Yeah. Would you buy that? Yeah. With money, because we'll make it. We need money. <laughs> yeah. Well, back to this cry, crinal. Yeah, but I, uh, you know, not to take away from the piss or take the piss out of the piss. Um, but uh, but but yeah, this crinal, right? Like I just for whatever reason I just think of the the thing from SpongeBob where he was like, I made you this sweater. I made it out of my, my tears. Yeah, you know, it's just like that's how I feel. Fi- Fallout Boy. <laughs> Just was just like, hey guys, we made you this record. It's made from our tears. But that's also just how they talk all the time normally because they're Fallout Boy. Yeah, I guess that's true too. <laughs> like, like I said, it didn't really surprise me when you said they're the band pressing a vinyl out of their right, tears. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> a, a quote from Crinal. Uh, 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 you know, every Crinal release is filled with actual tears from the artist. <laughs> We gather tear samples using sterile collection kits, dilute them. Ah, there you go. Okay. Mm. Dilute them into a sonically optimized solution and then seal into each record using uh, proprietary shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, using proprietary uh, <laughs> crinal seal technology. Okay. So they. Oh, God. <laughs> so they, they, they are literally. They're literally reducing the purity of the tears to add more volume to be able to put it into these things. So really, you're getting like realistically 99.999% like like distilled water and like 0.0001% uh, 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 of Fallout Boy tears of Pete Wentz's tears. So Zach, I have a pitch for you. Yeah. So they're crinal. Yeah, crinal. Okay, so we're gonna make a company <laughs> called Urinal. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 Marshall, 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 Marshall. Uh, we here's the thing: they have the we're 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 good on concept of of uh, delineating, right? But also substance matter, like the actual product that we make, right? Yeah, it's not diluted; it's shit. No, 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 no. no. I mean, what I'm saying is, like, instead of vinyl, oh, what about eight tracks? Oh. We bring them back. Piss tracks. Piss tracks. <laughs> There's a P, an I, an S, and an S for each side. Yeah. Um, what about um, jizz cassette? Is that anything? Somebody, Marshall, someone made yeah. this into a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many, like, well, stoned I ideas think... I have, but, like, you know, and, and I'm sure, like, selling records that have tears in them is definitely above that, but it's like, they are an LLC or an incorporation or no, something. I think shit. you brought up a good point, Zach. Yeah. Uh, 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 Piss tracks? What? No, no, just just what other fluids outside of tears does the human body make that we can we can press into something? Yeah. 
Um, um, like I don't think a phlegm track, a phlegm phlegm vinyl would sell very well. Mostly because nah. I think I think it would cause the needle to skip. Sweat though. Ugh, the sweat. Yeah, we could do uh, something with sweat. Sweat, sweats. Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> if you say the word enough, an idea forms. Oh God, I said sweat three times, and now I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat stream. Sweatify. Sweatify. There you go. (laughs) And you can share your sweat with other people. Oh, God. And we can discover new areas that you sweat because you get older. When you sign up for Sweatify, we give you 14 Petri dishes that you can fill (laughs) up to give to your friends. Sweatify duo. You sweat together, but that's because you're in the same suit. Sweatify family plan. Please don't sign up your actual family. Don't do it. (laughs) This is for club kids. A family that sweats together stays together. (laughs) Uh, All right. Someone has a throw pillow with with that stitched on it. Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I would buy it from them. Yeah, I gotta get this hot yoga studio <laughs> off the ground, yeah? Oh, man, yeah. Man, Zach, you do look super cut ever since you got that really big beer and started doing hot yoga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because it's like every time I was lifting up this beer, <laughs> I was doing like a curl, Yeah, you know? He's doing a curl where at the top of the curl, it just kind of pours in his mouth. Yeah. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I don't know it's like how old are they you know like they were like popular in like the 2000s right I turned 30 this month yeah so they've got to be 40 or 50 yeah. <laughs> oh god a fallout boy's 50 you know but I'm gonna uh, google it I'm gonna yeah, google it. yeah yeah because yeah. because uh, I'm thinking Marshall like this isn't the tier of like uh like a teenager or like the tier of like a twenty-year-old going through like existential crises and other stuff like right. that. This is a right. tier of a grown man, you know. Is Patrick Stump the lead singer of Fallout Boy? I'm guessing that sounds right. So he is thirty-nine. Okay, all right, there. Okay. But there's got to be some other guys in that band that are also, like, north of 40, you know? Okay, 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 okay. Wait, that's to- crazy. If he's 39, so he's nine years older than me, that doesn't make sense. Because when I was in, like, middle school, Fall Out Boy was, like, a band, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Well, how old was I in middle school? How old are seventh graders? Uh, so if you're, like, 13, 14, you're, like, 14 freshman year of high school? Yeah. So, so 14, all right, so eighth grade, down one, 14 minus one, 13. All right, down one more grade, 13 minus one, seventh grade, you might be 12 years old. So 21? 12, that could work. Yeah, could kind have been, of, yeah. It could have been 21. Um, oh, no, what am I saying? Pete Wentz is the front man. I just looked at the next name. Oh, yeah, well, Pete Wentz is like the bass player guy, right? Is, it, is he not the front man? Nah, 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 nah. I think Bassist he- and lyricist? Yeah. Oh, so he writes the music, huh? Yeah, mm. yeah. He's the one with the 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 bangs, you know. He's forty three. 
<laughs> did I? Can did you? I, can did you, I say that too aggro? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was just I just really sank in there. Can you Google other celebrities who are forty three? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, celebrities Cause who then I, are forty three. Because I want to put it in perspective. Old. Like, who else would cry on an album? Like. You know, you know that thing where it's like, like Zach, there's somebody. This isn't, this isn't doing a good job. It's making me feel old. Oh no. Uh, uh, Chris Pratt is 43. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, never mind. Uh, uh Ryan. Uh, no, <laughs> it just gave me a wrong answer. Ryan Reynolds is 46. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ryan Reynolds is 46. Uh, uh, hey. uh, Pink is 43. Okay. Uh, Zoe Deschanel is 43. Yeah, all right. That sounds about right. John Krasinski. Yeah, okay. Um, honestly, uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Honestly, uh, uh, well, what's weird is like, so you named a lot of these people, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. a lot of these people have already started like a second part of their career. Most of them, I would say. Yeah. Channing Tatum is forty three. Channing Tatum, okay, but but yet here, Fallout Boy is pressing an album with their tears. Yeah, it's like Fallout Boys pressing an album with their tears, and Gucci Mane is forty three. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Boom, there it is, Marshall. Fi- finally, you gave me something I can work with. Gucci Mane presses an album with his tears on it. Does that make sense to you? Oh man, I think I think I'm way more likely to buy that album than the Fallout Boy one. I buy that album a hundred times. <laughs> you got me day one and the re-release on that, you know? A hundred times, because I want all of his tears. Yeah. <laughs> and I imagine Gucci Man cries. He's a he's a he's a he's a he's a dude. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, I don't think Gucci Man's the type of guy who's gonna be like, "Hey, me at 43 years old, I'm gonna take these tears." And sell them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think I think that Crinal is doing something that no one else is doing. You know, you're right, Marshall. And that's at- usually how we, we take away things is we look at the positives <laughs> and we say, you know what? This company, it's out there on the forefront. You know, I just don't understand why there's a whole article that's 26 or 25 different celebrities just one by one where the criteria is they are 43. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird fucking article. Why did they make this? Yeah. <laughs> why did they make an article about they who's 43? they Like, yeah. Weird. <laughs> Rebel Wilson is five foot three and 43 years old. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I know we name our episodes based around the name of like the theme, but Rebel Wilson is five foot three would just it would have been a good if we were one of those types of podcasts yeah, where, where we just pick a zinger from the show and yeah, put it in. Yeah, because yeah. that makes no fucking sense uh why that would be an episode of something. But uh, you know, here we are. Well, Marshall, that's all I had to bring. Uh that and R.I.P. Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, mm. He passed away today. Uh, mm. I, I'm not super into his music, but I just want to, you know, give my condolences to dads everywhere out there. 
um, you know, it's a it's a tough time. It's gonna keep getting tougher because you know um, a lot of your heroes are way or like you know they're older than forty three. That's for damn sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, and uh, you know there were men's men. You know, they didn't put the T's on an album. If you're into that toxic masculinity bullshit. Um, but anyways, Marshall, <laughs> yes, we have an amazing episode, and this episode was actually a user submitted. Uh, prompt, correct? Yes, it was. Uh, yeah, and so we just want to say uh, uh, thank you to Dane for sending this one in. Hey, Dane, thank you for shooting us an email. Yeah. Guess what? We're using it in our show. Yeah, and you guys, if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes, can email us, eardrunk at gmail.com, and uh, we'll read them over, and it might be one like this where we select the theme and we just make a playlist to it, Marshall. Uh, but before we get into it, yeah, uh, can you let the people at you know, uh, home, work, uh, wherever they're listening to this podcast, uh, know how this main segment goes each and every week consistently. Yeah, and 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 I know we're having a lot of fun here, folks, but it's time that we kind of buckle up our seatbelts, strap in, and get ready for some serious business, because okay, this is no on. joke. Click. Okay, okay, thank you. Um, it's just, this is, this is one of those things that we do it the same way every week, and in large part, we do that because of safety. Mm-hmm. If we can't maintain a safe work environment, there's no point in even doing this. Because if someone gets hurt on this job, yeah, we don't have insurance. Nope. We're recording this in my bedroom. Yeah, I guess we have homeowners insurance. Does that do anything for us? No. Oh, okay. No. Um, <laughs> anyways, insurance has to do anything for anybody. Um, um, OSHA just says that it's very important that every single week we walk you through our procedures and protocols that so we can maintain a safe workplace. So what we're going to do today um, is uh, we're going to go ahead and introduce you to this magician's prison. Um, I'm going to start. Yep. Um, I'm going to uh, introduce and discuss uh, uh, the theme and one of my songs, and then I will uh, uh, climb over the walls of the prison mm-hmm. where Zach is awaiting in a runaway vehicle. Yes. Um, I will hop into the passenger seat he will floor the gas at which point he will begin uh, uh describing his first song mm-hmm. um and anyways push comes to shove by the time we're in mexico uh we should have hit all five of our songs on each yeah. of our playlists and uh we should be good to go and on the lamb baby and next stop ziwatanejo <laughs> what was that ziwatanejo <laughs> From Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marshall, uh, yeah, lead us off, my dude. Let me know about this magician's prison. And and just to be clear, folks, uh, this isn't like an Azkaban situation, right? No, 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 yeah. no, no. This is a magician's prison. Yeah. This is uh, uh, people who, who, who do card tricks. This is yeah. uh, uh, people who, who make doves come out of hats. Yes. Today we begin by diving into the file of inmate 00137. David Copperfield. We are here to determine if he's deserving of parole. But first, we'll set the mood with the song Chop by Wunderbar. Wunderbar, baby! Ah, that's 
song so nice. Yeah, I really like this song. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's it's I, I find the song really interesting because it's got like such intense indie vibes. Yeah. In what I would call probably arguably like a post punk track by like a post punk band. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's like a it's like half the band kind of though did like some downers though, so it's like they're yeah. not they're not their usual like fast pace. Well, that's actually something uh something I was gonna uh, say. There's there's something I absolutely love that like the rhythm guitar does. Uh, uh, where it comes in kind of in the chorus, where it'll have these like really just like saturated reverb on it. Sure. Um, and it'll hit just a single like punctuated chord. Yeah. Um, but it's got so much saturation on it that it sounds like if they just kept strumming on it really fast, it would be surf. They're like mm. surf chords. You mm. know what I mean? Um, but they just hit it once. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Normally they would be faster, but these guys are on downers. That was a, that was a great, that was a great little, uh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Cause I've, I've heard this song before and I like it a lot. It's on one of my playlists, uh, or, you know, not in our show, but just in life. It sounds like a very like, you know, modern sort of like indie sort of like garage sounding song, but it's just kind of because it is so slow and because uh the vocals are like very high and very like winded in a way yeah like like it just sounds a little bit like like a 19 like like a nostalgic like 50s vibe to it you know like something very wholesome about it it's very like sing-songy almost in how it's presented lyrically for sure ah yes so now to the hearing uh, inmate 00137 began practicing illusions at a young age to seek attention from his wealthy parents. It didn't work. Oh, no. He started with sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. He advanced to those two metal rings that are either not stuck together or are stuck together, and then they become either stuck together or not stuck together, depending <laughs> on which way they started. <laughs> um, he, however did not realize that the illusion of cutting your assistant in half actually required two assistants. Oh, no. And that's why the song Chop is so indicative of why (laughs) this man is in prison. Yeah. One chop, and it was half his life in the pen. Jeez. He's just so dumb. Bottom half or top half? Well, I guess both bo- both half of him. Oh, he's, he's down the, the one, middle. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he's not the one who is Cloven and Twain. You yeah, know? I know, I know. But I'm, he's getting a half a life sentence. You know. Anyways, all this to say, parole granted. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, David Copperfield, out of here. Yeah, there must be some budget cuts in the prison system. There's a over. lot, and there's COVID. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's my first song, Chop. Nice. Hell yeah. I love that one. Well, I want to introduce you, you know, since you're introducing us into the uh, the, the prisoners, yes. I, uh, I was like, well, let me let me you know, look at the other side of things, you know, let me look at the people who are in charge of these, uh, you know, these uh, sinful magicians. Yeah. Zach, are you telling me that you made a big old list of cops? No, prison guards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're way more chill. Well, no. Uh, are they? <laughs> no. No, uh, let me take that back. Uh, 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 no, they're, they're prison guards. They're... Um, they're, they're, they're close just, to the same. They're just uh, kind of a different adjacent sort of thing. <laughs> I don't know. 
I've watched a little bit of Orange is the New Black. My ex was into that show, so I watched like a couple episodes here and there. And, uh, you know, most some of them, huge dick bags. But then there's also that guy who like treats it like a job, you know? Who, and, like, so, and, so, and so to be clear, Orange is the New Black, this is a, a documentary. This is a, a real prison that we're, that we're looking into. No, 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 no. It's a fictitious show. Oh, um, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. about lady jail. Um, <laughs> but Marshall, I want to talk to you about the, yeah. the people who, who run this place, you yeah. know, and uh, I want to start off with like, uh, you know, just the, the officer, you know, who, who all of them hate magic, but this one specifically, <laughs> you know, he doesn't like magic. Uh, really, he, he just doesn't see the point of it. And anytime there's like some sort of magic trick happening, he really wants to like get rid of it. Yeah. You know, uh, he's a real fuddy duddy. Uh, <laughs> and that's why the first song is called Fuddy Duddy by Rio Gino. first learned the word fuddy-duddy i don't remember whether it was fifth grade or sixth grade it was sometime kind of in that ballpark yeah the silly time um i loved it yeah the idea of such a silly word to describe like a dour boring buzzkill of a person yeah uh, uh was just like the most i was just like this is amazing well it's the this <laughs> yeah it's the silliest thing to describe the person who hates things that are silly right yeah, yeah it's so fuddy-duddy which is funny because, like, when I was like, um, when I was thinking, I was like, ah, oh, who would like really hate magic? And I was like, man, probably a fuddy duddy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I looked up fuddy duddy into Spotify, and it was like, there were some other fuddy duddy songs that were like also really good, but like, uh, this one I like a lot just because that piano is so playful and mischievous. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also just that that string in the background like that uh, uh, that just like goes higher in pitch. Wind. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just adds a little zip to it. You know, it's just like it's kind of like a really fun song for something that is called Fuddy Duddy. Yeah. You know? And one thing I also noticed while I was like doing this keyword search is there's a rap term called Cuddy Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> So for like I'm scrolling through this uh, this like search, which is just funny daddy, cutty buddy, funny daddy, cutty buddy, funny daddy, cutty buddy, <laughs> like over and over again. I um, thought you were doing like uh, vocal rehearsals before uh, Unique New York. Yeah. Unique New York. I guess you were just reading. Yeah, off I was of just Spotify. reading. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like this song is like a 1970s score for a silent movie. You know, it, <laughs> like a, like a groovy Buster Keaton. The you know? whole the whole. Silent movie is just that scene from Spider-Man 3 where he's just like dancing in the streets. But yeah, no, I, I just had this idea of like uh, Officer Fuddy Duddy who like every and while this song is playing, it's like a montage of him just like ruining uh, magicians who are in jail <laughs> trying to do tricks for the other people. Yeah, like that's how I imagine it. It's like all these magicians are put in prison and constantly they're trying to figure out how to do tricks you know for the other ones mm-hmm. uh, obviously there's like a zero tolerance yeah, for magic. No magic allowed 
<laughs> so it's like, you know, David Copperfield like starts like floating in the air and the <laughs> officer Fuddy Duddy just like cuts the strings. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like David Blaine is trying to do something with fire and he just like <laughs> extinguishes the whole thing, you know, like while the song is playing. And then like uh, like Pendulette just like holds out a thing of cards and the guy just slaps all of them down. <laughs> You're playing 52 card pickup, bitch. Uh, <laughs> but I just feel like this song was just meant for hijinks and mischief. You yeah, know? it's like, very silly and very fun. And, um, and, and and specifically someone who is ruining the fun. You know, like like I feel like that would if if you know I were to use this, that would be like the score of like oh this is perfect of someone. trying trying to do something fun and silly and then someone just shooting them down constantly. Well, and I love what you said earlier about the strings. Just bring that back real quick. Yeah. Uh, 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 I, I feel like it's indicative. The strings, uh, that little high pitch section are the silly part. Yeah. And so what you get is you get kind of like a ba da 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 da. Yeah. Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I imagine is the ba da 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 is the officer like like throwing the cards on the ground. Yeah. And then the boop is he turns around and someone's pulling a bouquet out of their sleeve. You know? <laughs> um, it's just like nonstop for the guy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that is Officer Fuddy Duddy of the Magician's Prison. <clears throat> All right, parole board. Let's look at the file of inmate 3642 G. Harry Houdini. Oh, shit. It's been a long time, Harry. Let's see if you've made any progress. We'll play Burn So Bright by CBMC. One of my favorite, like, go-to, just like sad time songs. Sure, yeah. If I'm not feeling it, there's just something about that vibe. Uh, uh, it's just like very melancholic. Uh, yeah. It's got just like I love the guitar tone in yeah. that one riff that's playing the whole time. It's almost like um, trance-like in yeah. a way because it's yeah. just like very hypnotic and very, but very low energy. It's kind of almost like <laughs> it's almost almost sort of like a dissociative in yeah. a way where it's yeah. like you know you like I could understand why this would be on a sad playlist because you like in those moments you can sometimes feel like you're just going through the motions mm -hmm. like there's no effort if that makes any sense you're there's, just doing like there's no effort and there's no change yeah it's for very sure. constant it's very it's just plodding forward um it sounds nice yeah um, um you're perfectly content getting stuck in this rut yeah for sure. <laughs> but it's 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 almost like stoic and it's lack of change right yeah for sure um, <laughs> yeah um, and also not to say that this song doesn't have any effort because obviously it's a great song oh yeah no, I, I, I quite enjoy this song uh, yeah. this one i pulled straight out of my liked songs uh, mm. uh, uh like i said it's one of my go-to's when i'm not feeling 100 percent. yeah sure they also i think do not as extreme as a version as we get when you're doing like telephone voice or whatever but they do do the thing where they pull out a lot of the vocals outside of the mids yeah um and so you're getting kind of that like like almost uh, uh it sounds like everything's like kind of like gone through a processor almost right yeah um and it makes it sound a little like ghostly or yeah or, or something like and that. that's little, why like, I, when, yeah and that's why i was saying dissociative you yeah, know because yeah. it's just a it feels like it, it feels like your brain is processing through a filter that's the voice in your head yeah 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 
This is a very sad song for a very sad tale. Yeah. Because Harry Houdini did indeed burn bright. Oh, no. He's likely the most famous magician in the world. Yeah, Possibly sure. of all time. Yeah. This panel finds it profoundly ghastly, however, that he would fake his own death to get out of paying <laughs> alimony to his wife who was leaving him. <laughs> well, you know he's an escape artist. You know, that's <laughs> what he does. <laughs> you know, Harry, the divorce may have hit you wrong. And yeah, you may not have handled it well. But that doesn't just give you the excuse to dip out on all of your responsibilities. Yeah. Um. Yeah, approved. <laughs> done your time. Yeah. Get back out there, Harry. All right. Well, good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and one quick question for you, Zach. Yeah. Uh, Harry Houdini, greatest escape artist of all time. Yeah. What features do you think his cell has? What features like, does like his cell have? Like, how are they keeping him in that cell? Um... <laughs> Like features, features not in like oh it's got uh, uh, rolling windows, but features like a uh, features like a uh, 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 that the warden's excited about because it's keeping Harry Houdini locked up. Uh, they would uh, keep it really cold uh, the okay. entire time, so he's like super frigid and can't like really like sort of like in a in a situation where it's like a hot yoga, you're super flexible and other stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. They're trying to keep him as rigid as possible. Sure, I'd imagine uh, they would have uh, uh, sort of like electric bars, uh, which mm, is pretty fucked yeah. up, but I mean. You can't touch that shit. Yeah, you can't touch that shit. Um, Zip zap, zip zap. Uh, I would also say that he's probably suspended in a way uh, <laughs> to where there is no, f- there's nothing in, for in, him to dig through or dig up. Is to. he suspended by like ropes and pulleys or is he suspended in like a force field kind of thing? Do you remember X-Men 2 uh, where they have Magneto? Okay, so they like put Magneto in like a, a place <laughs> that is purely like just glass and there is no like metal you know, like just plastic and glass, you know? How quickly you pivoted because you had that realization of just like, Marshall doesn't dig or watch superhero yeah. movies. Uh, well, I, thought, I, I, thought, I thought you may have seen that one because that was when we were still pretty young and superhero movies were not fair. just like a thing that came out every goddamn yeah. week. You know, yeah. it was just like, oh my God, a studio actually made X-Men. That's insane. X-Men, you know? X-Men was coming out before uh, superhero movies were like the blockbusters right, that yeah. were yeah 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 and that one always sticks out in my mind because it has my favorite x-men in it nightcrawler oh uh, yeah, yeah and alan cool. and alan cummings does a fucking phenomenal job playing him mm-hmm. uh but i just imagine it's a situation where it's very minimalist but they like try their best to just like every everything that he could think of they've thought of it you know there's not it's very sparse because they don't want to even give him things to give him options yeah it's like if if they give him food they have to watch him eat that food you know (laughs) what i'm saying and then take everything back away from him you know (laughs) (laughs) but yeah great song marshall i'm glad i'm glad harry houdini is not dead and is out yeah, he's back on the streets. So. That's good for him. Uh, well, well, uh, my next song, Marshall. <laughs> my next prison guard. Um, so this is going to be kind of an explanation if you haven't seen this movie. Uh, but my next song is called <laughs> My Cousin Vinny by <laughs> Nether Friends. Okay, Zach, well, I have not seen this movie, so hit me with it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play it. Oh, well, I'll, I'll tell you after the song. Sad people, so people, lonely people got nothing better to do. Music is magic, why 
I don't want to say I have a propensity to just really love any song that is sad. (laughs) (laughs) Any of these sad indie songs? (laughs) But man, I really dug that. I really dug that. I, I really liked the part where the song like picked up. Yeah. But it was still very melancholy. Yeah. Um, they were able to to change the vibe instrumentally without changing the overall just like, like emotional feeling. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, it's it's kind of creepy. It's kind of sweet. It's kind of drippy. Yeah, you know? uh, I I wrote that this song sounds like it's played at the end of like a, a season three finale cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's like, oh, I guess this is the end of the show. Wait, what? You know, like that sort of vibe. Oh, to everything's it. tied up neatly with the bow, except. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my. Yeah. This character from season one, episode three is back. You know, <laughs> like that sort of vibe. You yeah. know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I like this song a lot. Uh, you know, like you're saying, it just has a very like melancholic and especially with the backup vocals, just like doing that, like haunting vibe to mm-hmm. it. And just really like the instrumentation just being kind of like that, like ukulele sound with then the drum and bass that comes into it. Well, you know, it, it starts off sounding almost like an acoustic track. Yeah. Uh, which is that ukulele and nothing else. And then it comes in and it's like, oh no, this shit's produced. You know, yeah, when it's for got, sure. like when you hear the drums come in and yeah. the, the, the very synthetic bass for lack of a better term, sure. it's just like, oh no, no, this is not an acoustic track. But again, like I said, doesn't change the vibe. No, it keeps on rocking. It, it, it was, it's cool. I like, I dig it. And obviously I, I mean, uh, I love the first lyric, uh, sad people, sue people. Uh, <laughs> well it, it reminds me a lot of something that you say a lot yeah uh, uh, uh i get all worked up and i'm in some kind of uh, tussle over something i saw on like reddit or twitter or something can you believe this guy yeah i i can't believe the the bullshit that this guy yeah. and you just go marshall yeah yeah that really sucks but remember hurt people hurt people <laughs> and i'm just like god damn it how are you the most level-headed man on the face of this earth <laughs> like because you're right (laughs) and you're not saying it's funny because you always like back it up with and i'm not saying that justifies their actions it's just you know it's it's important to remember every time you read uh, about like some billionaire who's doing some sort of fucked up shit to a uh you know group of people or uh just our economy or you know maybe even our planet earth uh just remember their dad fucking hates them and like (laughs) Like they like there's somebody in their life that just brought them so much misery that they think taking it out on the rest of us is totally okay, you know. Uh, but but yeah, Marshall, that doesn't justify it in my book. Oh, it doesn't <laughs> no, no, justify just... it. Yeah, for sure. But you know, well, in in like you always say, sad people sue people. Sad people sue people. I didn't say that. Another friend said that. <laughs> but I will start saying that when people get sued, especially. <laughs> When we get sued for, you know, whatever. Uh, so, Marshall, you have not seen My Cousin Vinny. No. Okay. All right. Uh, are you kind of like any any awareness of like what the movie is? Yeah, yeah. Vaguely. It's one of those things that... I can run through it real quick. Because you know, you know how my brain works? Yeah. 
Um, I, I, I tend to know more than I think I know about something, but I have to kind of have someone start, you know, yeah. the treadmill needs to be going and then I'm like, oh, I can run. Okay. You gotcha. Know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so, so hit me with the synopsis and I bet you partway through, I, I kind of pick up on at least knowing what it is in pop culture. You right. know? Uh, premise of the movie is, uh, Ralph Macchio, uh, from Karate Kid and then another guy who I cannot I have no idea where the fuck this guy's from. Uh, but both of them are like two sort of like New York yuppies, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and they're in like Alabama and they're doing like a road trip through America, like while it's the summer, you know, and they're off for school or whatever. Uh, and so they go into a convenience store and one of them accidentally steals like a can of tuna. Right. And so they get pulled over and then they <laughs> like confess like, oh, yeah, we did it. But turns out right after they left that gas station, someone came in and killed the gas station. Oh, owners. So, so they, they, they admit to a murder. They admit happened. to a murder. And Guys, there's like never talk to cops. Never, Literally just get a lawyer like there's Yeah. Just do it. You have no obligation. So they're like, hey, we have them dead to rights. You know, uh, this is, you know, pretty much open and close. They uh, confess and all this other stuff. Well, uh, obviously, they now realize what they confessed to, and it's not what they thought it was. So Ralph Macchio was like, my cousin, he's a lawyer. He can help us out, right? <laughs> Oh, so okay. it's Joe Pesci is his cousin Vinny. I I had a completely different idea about this movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. Joe Pesci's a lawyer. Yeah. So Joe Pesci, he's a kind of lawyer, right? Okay. So he's like past the bar, or like he's like he went through law school. He like just like passed it, and he's like, oh, like I need to win a case, pretty much, right? He he really hasn't even been practicing or anything like that. But his cousin was about to get thrown in jail for a crime he's never commit. He he like really right. you know wants to help him right and and so his uh, there's a specific scene right that just sticks into my mind and uh-huh. this is the exact reason why i chose my cousin Vinny as a police uh, uh, as a magician's prison guard okay uh, okay there is a scene in the movie where ralph macchio is trying to explain to his friend who is also committed you know uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh you know uh, sentenced to yeah, anyways. To uh, the crime. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's explaining to his friend why they should go with his cousin Vinny as their lawyer. And he's like, there was this one time where we're having this uh sort of like party for ex family member, and they hired a magician. And the entire time Vinny is guessing and getting right the exact way how he did the trick how the guy did his trick right <laughs> literally he's explaining the situation where he is heckling all of these magicians and and literally <laughs> naming all the ways like it's in his hand it's in his sleeve like there's a thing on the end of the rope that like <laughs> and and he was like and that's the reason why we need him as a lawyer he's going to see through all this like bullshit and honestly man my cousin video is not a bad movie it's a uh, first of all it's a phenomenal hotel Hotel watch. If you're ever in a hotel just chilling for a couple hours and you catch my cousin Vinny, that's how normally I watch it. Because it's one of those movies that's just kind of on. Yeah, it's just kind of on. And, you know, it's a it's a fun courtroom drama where, like, Joe Pesci is just like, you guys, you know, it's fucking great. Uh, Herman Munster plays the uh, the judge, the, the actor who Which played Herman Munster, uh, Herman Munster from the Munsters. Uh, oh, oh, OK. <laughs> You thought it was an actor named yeah. Herman Munster. I thought you were name dropping an actor. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, 
my gosh. Yeah, I forget, I forget that guy's name, but he's also in like Pet Cemetery and some other stuff. Um, but yeah, so so because of that fact, I was like, oh, my cousin Vinny would be the perfect like guard because rather than like Officer Fuddy Duddy, who's like trying to stop the tricks or whatever, he's <laughs> guessing them before they happen, which would just be fucking torture for like <laughs> for like an actual magician. Well, and, like, at this point, his co- your cousin Vinny has had years of practice doing right, this, yeah. right? He's going to like open mics and yeah. like calling out magicians weekly or yeah. daily. Like. Yeah, well, and like uh, specifically, like uh, I I know this as like a comedian. It always sucks when someone says the punchline to your fucking joke before you do. You know what I'm saying? It just really takes the wind out of your sails yeah. because that person did figure it out, or or even if they didn't figure it out exactly, they got really fucking close to it. You know, yeah. and you're just like, ah. Oh, fuck you know because it's like obviously you're trying to do that trick uh, you know? i would like to apologize to you for all the times i get really excited and guess what you're about to say before you say it on this show zach oh <laughs> that's fine on this show marshall <laughs> that's totally fine it's it is when if you and i were talking yeah and not even that if i am talking to a group of anywhere from five to 275 people like and I'm, I, it's just me up here doing, and then someone else just from the audience just starts naming and, all my fucking tricks. And I know, That's I awful. know, I know a lot of your punchlines because I just know a lot of your jokes yeah, at yeah, this yeah, point. And I'm sitting in, the, I'm sitting in the audience just saying <laughs> your punchlines right before you say them. <laughs> That's when it's an issue. <laughs> yes, cool. <laughs> but that is the uh, uh, at the end of my song. Uh, you know, officer, my cousin Vinny. Uh, 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 Marshall, what do you what do you got next? Who's up next for parole? I don't think they're gonna make it. Next, let's hear the case for inmate zero four two zero six nine, Chris Angel, popularized through various street magic acts. They got the mind freak. He ended up in the clink doing something other than magic in the streets. Uh oh. Let's listen to Cop Graveyard by Teen Suicide. <laughs> I'm going to say it, Marshall. Yeah. And I'm going to be the first to say it. I'm going to be the guy who just points it out Uh and just says it. Teen suicide is sad. (laughs) The band Teen Suicide is sad. Yes, Zach. Yeah, that kind of concept. Have you heard any of their other songs? No. Yes, you have, because I have lots of them that I play in the car somewhat regularly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, hey Marshall, what you listening to over there? Teen suicide. Sad. <laughs> uh, one thing that I do really like about this song, though, is there's yeah. this moment between the verses, because um, it just kind of goes verse into verse. Yeah. Um, and there's this moment between the verses, though, where it goes from this like super super quiet thing to where the vocals drop out, mm-hmm. and the synth plays for a moment. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, and it does a little synth lead that to me just sounds like incredibly hopeful. Yeah. Um, in the midst of this song that just sounds so incredibly sad. <laughs> it's, it kind of reminds me of like a really sad carousel. Yeah, you know? yeah, honestly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, it, it, it sounds so hopeful. You're so hoping that there's this good thing there, yeah. right? Just yeah. like Chris Angel. Yeah. In this hearing. <laughs> <laughs> He's wheeled out like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Mind freak. <laughs> he can't do anything more than blink. <laughs> but every time he does, the whole panel shudders. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's, he's in prison, uh, because he was showing a bunch of cops at a fundraiser how to levitate <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, 14 of them just levitated too well. Uh, oh, and he killed them? Uh, several of them went like 60 feet in the air and then just, it broke and they fell. Oh um, no. And then, and then the rest of them, uh, levitated so well, they couldn't figure out how to stop and they're just still floating around. Oh geez. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> So that's why Chris Angel's in the clink. Yeah. Um, but, like, it wasn't like he did it intentionally. Really what happened is the cops uh, kind of did a bad job levitating. Yeah. So you know what? Parole granted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't argue with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, there is a cop graveyard uh, uh, right where the, the, the few that fell, you know, fell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And there's some X's for where the rest of them are supposed to fall. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've preemptively drawn chalk outlines. <laughs> Hell yeah. Man, I remember, uh, so so I did watch a bit of uh, Chris Angel Mind Freak, uh -huh, uh, you uh -huh. know, because uh, uh, my bonus brother, uh, uh, Dane, uh, sent this in. Guy who said he needed an episode about magicians. We got yeah. you, Dane. Uh, I would watch Mind Freak with him. Because he was working at Polio's Pizza at the time, and he was he was living with us, and so he would uh, literally he would take a pizza home from Polio's Pizza, and I would watch like Dog the Bounty Hunter <laughs> until he got home, and then we watch Mind Freak, and there's a uh, it, it would just I, I would eat uh, delicious pizza at like eleven o'clock in a in a summer, uh, you know. Polio's is good pizza, dude. Yeah, it was great. Um, uh, but he uh, uh, there's one episode where Chris Angel dresses up as David Blaine. And it's just him trolling, <laughs> like, like, at, like, at what? It was the funniest fucking thing I've ever watched. Like, like a one magician do of just parodying. Like, did so it, did he, it feel at all like the David Blaine Street Magic like YouTube series? 100 percent, hundred percent. So what he would do, he was just like, Jesus. He was just like, a, he literally got all maked up and like dressed exactly like him. They changed his hair to where he looked exactly <laughs> like him, and he's just like walking around Vegas, and he's just like, he looks at a camera at one point. He says, "This is so funny." He just says, "Like, I'm gonna have doctors put me in ice <laughs> for 12 days. <laughs> doctors tell me I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna have doctors do this. Doctors tell me I'm crazy. That's so good. Oh my god. But yeah, no. I, I wish y'all could have seen just Zach do that presentation. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Because you saw me like roll my eyes back and do it the was, impression. It was just crazy because for a moment, yeah, I blinked and when my eyes were closed, you had all the David Blaine makeup on and your hair was done <laughs> up like him, just like Chris Angel did. <laughs> God, whenever we get a budget for this show, I swear to God. Uh, <laughs> but Marshall, uh, a great wait, song. Wait, wait, when 
we get a budget for this show, you're just going to show up with a faux hawk? <laughs> yeah, Marshall. Yeah. Now, Marshall, I would just dress up in whatever like bullshit that would closely tie in to our theme. So, yeah, if we have a playlist called Faux Hawk Fridays, got to keep it stiff. Or Magician's Prison, because most yeah. magicians have faux hawks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How else man. are you supposed to know that they are tied with the <laughs> ethereal plane if their hair is not pointed up? It's how you know I'm deeply entwined with the occult, okay, you babe? You sound so foolish right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what's your next? Who's, your, who's, our, who's our next uh, prison uh, uh, worker? All right, so our next prison guard, Marshall, uh, uh, this is the prison guard that you do not want to meet. This is the prison guard that is the one who shows up when there's like a riot or something. This next prison guard... It's called Punchin' Nancy Grace by Columns. I just want to say, I feel like I would get along with this prison guard. Marshall, the pit Ooh. is open for business, baby. So, Zach, uh, grindcore, metalcore, whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, I, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a, 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 a lot of times I bring more of this side of things to the playlist. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and I quite liked having that surprise thrown in my face. Yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, completely not <laughs> expecting it. Um, that is how I feel often when Nancy Grace is on TV. Sure, yes, hundred percent. Was yeah, on yeah. TV. Yeah. Um, well, here is my here is my thought process. So, uh, I at one point I was like, I did a Google search: people or celebrities who hate magicians. I I realized that is such a hyper specific thing to someone for just and not only who not specifically only, has a quote where they have said that they don't like magicians and enough, <laughs> and enough to be in like a BuzzFeed list with like. Like ten other you know people who've <laughs> like, also said who are like, forty three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, like let me look up, like uh, you know, like so I looked it up and I found this article and it was just talking about like the types of people who would hate magic, right? Yeah, and it's a lot of people who are very close minded who don't necessarily want their uh, like they don't want any sort of sense of awe in their they life. They don't or want their worldview changed in any way, shape, or form. They can't handle the unexplained, right? Yep. And, and they don't also like people who are like socially dominant in a situation. Everybody else has the attention on the magician Man. rather than them, right? I listen to a whole podcast that's just called Unexplained. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a British guy talking very yeah. slowly. But, you know, there's plenty of people out there that just don't like not having answers to things or not like, you know, like they mm -hmm. need the cold hard facts in front of them, right? And uh, uh, not that Nancy uh, uh, Grace has cold hard facts. I was in about front to say cold hard alternative facts. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, alternative <laughs> facts. Yeah. But I, I, so I was like, okay, 
what's a close-minded person? And so I just typed in Nancy Grace <laughs> into Spotify, and they're like, podcasts, uh, audiobooks? I was like, no, baby. Songs. Songs. <laughs> <laughs> My man. <laughs> And so the second one up there was called Punching Nancy Grace. And I was just like, first of all, love it, right? Uh, yeah, hilarious title for a song, right? Obviously, I don't like violence on people, whatever. <laughs> hilarious song, you know? Hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people, Marshall. And so I was just like, oh, like, fucking hilarious name for a song. And then I turn it on, and then it's just this grindcore <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, with, it's just screaming, just guttural. The, the only lyrics I can make out is just someone saying, <laughs> beautiful day <laughs> what a funny lyric to pick out out of yeah, that chaos out of, out of all of that the only thing I, I have listened to the song like five times and the only thing that sticks out is beautiful day <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful day when you punch nancy grace yeah um but yeah, I mean, like, obviously the song fucking rips. Like, you know, I love that breakdown, like 35 seconds in. You probably heard it, you know, because it's a short song. So, yeah. you know, we played a bit of it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I just I also so obviously I, I think the the idea of the song is saying punching comet or, you know, punching Nancy Grace. Sure. But, but I was thinking, what if this is like. A descriptor rather than an instruction so it's like it's nancy it's punching nancy grace like nancy nancy grace punches you know so oh, it's like God. every time there is like a riot in this magician's prison they send out nancy grace in like riot gear and she is just like she looks like a fighting hockey everybody goalie, but she's got a fucking ar-15 you can see her fucking like blonde highlights just poke out of the fucking riot helmet you know <laughs> Because I was like, I bet Nancy Grace fucking hates magicians. Nancy Grace walks onto the pri- onto the cell block. Yeah. And I lay down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like arms and feet splayed so they can see that I'm not armed. Um, please, anything, get her away from me. <laughs> the riot's done. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I just imagine that chaos just unfurling, and the, who else do you release? You release the beast that is Nancy Grace. Um, She's just fucking the 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 troll in the mines of Moria. <laughs> <laughs> they got a cave troll. <laughs> <laughs> they got a fucking cave troll. Casey Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but that is the end of uh, my song, Officer uh, Punch and Nancy Grace. Inmate number 666 is David Blaine. Oh, the devil's number. Fire is Coming by Flying Lotus and David Lynch plays. Oh, fuck yes, dude. Something else scrambled into Tommy's awareness. He saw that the sky was noticeably darker than usual, and he saw a huge red-orange glow moving on the horizon. Just then, a man appeared running frantically in the street. A man yelling, Fire is coming! Fire is coming! Fire is coming! Fire is coming! One of my favorite producers <laughs> and one of my favorite directors. It's a match made in heaven. Baby. Oh, God. Yeah. As soon as you said it, I got so hyped because I was just like, I forgot that they collabed on this. And like, I know I showed you this song like six or eight months ago when we were very first starting the podcast. I yeah. found this song and I showed it to you and I've been waiting for the moment to like use it. Yeah. Uh, 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 
Oh man, it's it's really cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, like Flying Lotus is an amazing producer. Uh, David Lynch is an iconic uh, director and mm-hmm. just overall artist. Uh, I love David Lynch uh, just because I mean he's made a bunch of weird shit, so I love him. Yeah, uh, but also, well, well, he's made a lot of particularly good weird shit. Too, exactly. You know? you know, and like you know, some just shit that I don't get, and that's cool. Like you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like I can't. God, not- I will never forget watching Mulholland Drive with you and just being like zach i hate this movie i understand that it's about why movies are shitty i hate this movie yeah (laughs) to give context i used to like and i still do sometimes but like i would do these uh uh, movie marathons marathons when we used to live together at the old house yeah six seven years ago and i would take a day and i would say okay from the moment i wake up to the moment like i go to sleep i'm just watching movies and like i would have seven to 14 day warning on this yeah zach would be like hey just so you know this movie this weekend i'm marathoning on saturday yeah if there's, yeah. A, mo- <laughs> if there's a movie you want to particularly watch that i haven't seen because it was a lot of it was i'm watching movies that i have not seen before right, right. and a lot of movies don't really pair with that sort of thing mm-hmm. mulholland drive is <laughs> one of them because if you remi- if you remember the time of day when we watched that, it was mid afternoon, and I literally put on another movie afterwards, and then was just so like, God, what the fuck is the point? That I just turned it off and just did other things. I stopped the marathon. See, Zach, I would have I would have been there for that part, except when when Mulholland Drive ended, I left. Yeah, so no, I no. was done with the movie marathon, and you exactly. were too. Yeah, I was. You too. just didn't know it yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Because that whole movie is about that whole movie is fuck movies, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And it's a crazy We need to rewatch it. It's been like almost a decade. We should rewatch yeah. it. Oh no, I a hundred percent agree. I think it's uh and it was it was one of those things where I hated the movie, but I have not stopped thinking about it. And that that is one of the factors that I re- remark as a good movie. Yeah. Is how how much it sticks with you afterwards. Yeah. Right. And uh uh but yeah, David Lynch, I mean, he has a great ethos where he's like hey if you create you are my friend right Mm -hmm. you know if you create art you are my friend you know and and that's what is so great to see him collab with so many different types of artists you know i mean it was interesting uh when when i picked this song mm -hmm. and i was doing the write-up for like just stuff about it um um, i clicked on flylo's profile on spotify yeah and I got about what I expected, you know, producer on a lot of really great tracks, a Amazing. lot of really good uh, solo stuff, instrumental stuff, stuff with oh, yeah. rappers I love, on it. I love Tons his Captain Murphy album. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. It pisses um, me off it's not on Spotify, <laughs> but either way, doesn't matter. But then I clicked on David Lynch's name. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I clicked on Flyless name, then I clicked on David Lynch's name, um, yeah. and and straight up, I found so many projects that I would listen. I listened to like one or two songs off of. Sure. Um, and I went ahead and followed the project, not because it's even necessarily like super palatable, but I was just so interested in it. Like yeah. it, whether it was conceptually, whether it was instrumentally, whatever it was, I found a lot of weird shit by clicking on David Lynch's <laughs> name on Spotify. Bro, it was pretty cool. <laughs> In this song, I really love the element, though, of of Flylo doing a super minimalist beat. Yeah. uh, And David Lynch comes in and he just starts telling a story. Yeah. And that progresses and progresses and progresses. And then the beat comes in. Mm -hmm. And it just starts saying, fire is coming. 
Fire um, is coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like I love that it's like this whole story, this whole story, this whole build. The mm-hmm. drums come in, and not long after that, it's just kind of that refrain: "Fire is coming." Yeah, you know, uh, uh, it feels uh, it feels very Twin Peaks. <laughs> it feels very Lynchian. Yeah, uh, but but uh, 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 man, Flylo just makes some cool shit. Yeah, well, it's just it's such a great collab. Yeah. You know, it is it is it is something where it is very David Lynch uh-huh. and it's something that is very Flying Lotus. Yeah. You know, where yeah, it's like it, 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 it does nothing but pair these two great artists together, you know, and then uh, lets them do the exact thing that they do. Yeah. And it melds perfectly. David Lynch tells a weird story and Flylo puts some cool sounds behind it. Yeah. <laughs> David Blaine is in prison for arson. Mm-hmm. Not magical arson, not whimsical mystical arson. It's so funny because you did not know my thing where I was like David Blaine set something on fire and Buddy Duddy just puts it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but not whimsical mystical arson. No, just arson. Yeah, uh, he'd been doing this his whole career. Mm-hmm. Every time he travels to a city, bunch of shit caught on fire. It just took them a couple decades to tie it back to David Blaine. <laughs> he's in magician prison, not because it's criminal magic. Uh, uh, he's just a magician who got charged with the crime. <laughs> that happens. All these years of mysterious fires, but despite how, uh, I, despite how good he is at tricking the mind's eye, all the trails led back to him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, uh, inmate 666, David Blaine. <laughs> Parole, granted. God damn. I mean, <laughs> fucking, you know, you know, it's funny, Marshall. I know it's a Friday, not when we're recording, <laughs> but when they're like doing the parole stuff. Cause yeah. I don't give a shit about my job on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking, I don't give a shit about society on a Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. Who's supposed to care? Sucks if your job impacts society on a Friday. <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my uh, uh, third song, fourth song. That was my second to last song, Fire is Coming by Flylo and David Lynch. Hell yeah. Well, Marshall, uh, it's time to get to my second to last song, uh, which is about the oldest member of the uh, crew working at this magician's prison. And uh, I think it's a good time to play my next song, Old Timer by Hotel Lux. Man, I like that a lot. Yeah, right? Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad is 43. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he is. Fuck, Jesse Pinkman's 43, man. That's crazy, right? That's nuts. Uh, The the wildest thing is that Pete Wentz did not make that list. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. (laughs) Uh, 
But yeah, Marshall, this I song. I dig that a lot, dude. That yeah. song is super good. Well, oh. it's 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 very it's a very interesting song. So that I I was hooked as soon as I press play on the song just because of that guitar riff, right? You saw me. You yeah. saw me. The second that guitar came in, I was hooked. And then the organ came in and I looked at you and said, "Zach, that organ." Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, and that and that organ, it's 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 one of those things where it just goes a really piques the interest yeah. like i was like oh shit i didn't know you guys were gonna just bring in an organ right now you well, know what i'm the saying thing, the thing about the organ is it's so good for that role yeah uh, because the organ's like a little warbly it kind of like it kind of like like I, I don't know what the proper term is but where it kind of like oscillates between a couple different like two different notes yeah you know what i mean it'll it'll mm-hmm. sit there and it'll oscillate so you're not getting a straight tone yeah um, um but then they're doing an organ in a very very like punctuated fashion exactly it's very uh short little bursts where you're still getting the the, the warble of the organ but it's, yeah. it's like quick you know and those and those vocals you know <sighs> when i said the organ thing you were like marshall wait for these vocals and, and a million <laughs> trillion billion possibilities flashed through my mind yeah and man that was so good i was so yeah. happy when i finally heard him come in dude yeah because that dude is just you know straight up british you know like <laughs> Oh, Bravna, I know. Yeah, well, and that's the, that's the thing that I love sometimes is like, okay, there are certain artists, you know, that have that sort of, uh, um, it, it, they sing in a way that just, you don't hear the accent, Yeah, you know? And then there's uh, there's other artists, you know, um, uh, Arctic Monkeys does this and like some other like, you know, uh, uh, bands that I really love. Um, like uh, there's a song called like Capable Man that I love a lot, but mm-hmm. it's just like those vocals, like the accent is so pronounced you know yeah. and this is one of those songs where that accent is so pronounced but it's like done in this very comedic way you know well it's 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 sing it, it it's sing songy and that it's still sung to the rhythm but it's mm. very much like spoken yeah um so you're able to get the full emphasis because like because like you a band like led zeppelin Sure. You're not going to hear the accent. Yeah. Because they're singing about Smeagol and Mount Doom and shit. <laughs> you know? Uh, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. You can't, you can't just talk about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but this guy, it's like there's nothing more British than him just talking about, frankly, whatever the hell he was talking about in the yeah. song. I, I, I looked back at Spotify to see if the song title would give me any clue to what he was talking <laughs> about. And I was like, nah, he's just a British man talking. Well, I mean, so the song kind of is like a, a, him talking about his dad or just the, the older generation in a way, right? Like, I, there's one line I love so fucking much, and it's, I only saw my dad cry once. It was at the football. <laughs> I think that says an awful lot about masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, but oh, like, that, that's that, 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 that says a lot coming from the man with the yeah. 32 ounce beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I had this idea for the old timer, right? Mm-hmm. The old time, every, every job has the old timer. Yeah. The person who's just been there way too long. The guy who retires next week. So perpetually. The, the old timer, you know, has been there, you know, just the longest. And it's Harry Houdini's dad. Harry Houdini. <laughs> Harry Houdini, who we know has just been given parole. His dad's so proud of him. No, opposite. Oh. His dad fucking. His dad doesn't hate magic. He's disappointed by magic. Oh, no. And the reason why he's still there, the reason why he's still so effective is every time, instead of Officer like Fuddy Duddy, 
who like, you know, uh, will will stop the trick or officer, my cousin Vinny, who will heckle them out of the trick or officer punching Nancy Grace, who would just punch them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, The old timer, what he does is he'll let the trick play out. Oh, and then he just looks down and he sighs. And he reminds the magicians of their fathers. Exactly. When they started playing. And so it's just one of hand. those sighs that just sucks the fun out of it. Like, like, have you ever told your dad a joke that he didn't like? I have a very distinct memory, Zach, of when I was in the fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. And I had just learned what abortions were. <laughs> and at the dinner table. Okay, hold on. I'm sitting... <laughs> I'm I'm already sitting down. Can I sit further down? <laughs> and at the dinner table, Jesus my Christ. mom was talking about how she really didn't like this one coach that my brother had as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't helping that she was moody because she was pregnant. And I followed up with some iteration of a, oh, she should just get an abortion joke. Um, ah. I think that that moment, Zach, is why I have a hard time with stand up. <laughs> yeah i thought it was a funny joke oh yeah dude oh man it sucks it sucks marshall because um (laughs) you know you had your older brother but you didn't have my older brothers who would have just said like at the moment you say something horrible they say something even worse they they quintuple down they don't double down yeah i I know garrett i know david (laughs) (laughs) and i love them they're my brothers but goddamn, are those sons of bitches dark you know <laughs> yeah yeah um, <laughs> but yeah also he's he is he is involved with what is technically the isolation of this prison system this old timer oh, guy like the hole yeah so their version of the hole is just him reading nonfiction books about the war <laughs> to magicians <laughs> Just the least whimsical thing yeah, possible. Exactly. <laughs> just you know, just hours on end, just reading. August fourth, nineteen thirty-three. We had sixteen men in the trench with us. <laughs> exactly, but even less colorful than that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. If, if it was recorded on a podcast, I'd probably listen to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'd be our competitor. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think we have different demographics we're aiming for. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but anyways, uh, Marshall, that's the end of uh, my song. Yeah, and that is Officer Old Timer. All right. Next, let's bring in the last inmate today. <clears throat> We have inmate number zero, 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 one. Oh, shit. The Genesis. This is Greg. Oh. He's not a magician. The Dole End by Lordis plays.
I think that guy's going through something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I did write some comments down about this song. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I wrote uh, uh, heavy, 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 heavy. I think you forgot heavy. Uh, heavy, thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that any song with the word dole in the title would go this hard. <laughs> um, honestly, though, insofar as like 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 musically, uh, I think that like the screams and the vocals are super solid. Uh, yeah. There's one part where he's just like screaming apart, yeah. and a guy comes in and does like some really like guttural growls underneath him, like saying the same thing. Um, yeah. It's it's. It's almost like the scream equivalent of a harmony. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that that bass reminds me so much of Doom, like dude, the, the, right? the soundtrack of Doom, where it's just that bass, just uh, that like sort of dubstep bass comes in at, as its own instrument. It like swells. <laughs> it like swells. Yeah, yeah. it's like almost like a bass wub. Yeah. Um, oh man. There's this one part uh, 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 that, that that plays. It's probably gonna be at the start of the clip that I play in the episode, uh, sure. where it's just like super chuggy guitar, and then over it, there's this like high pitched thing happening that's like a lot more minimalistic. Um, and I just love that like dichotomy of yeah. having just like the super chuggy heavy part at the bottom, and then up top you've just got like, yeah. you know, <laughs> just like just like just like countering it. Yeah, um, and it's just like that shrill melody. I dig it. I was headbanging at my desk for uh, uh, this song exclusively when I was listening to my playlist today. (laughs) Now, before he can make his case, the whole room recoils in fear the second Greg steps in. Oh, fuck, it's Greg. Greg smiles and waves. Hey, guys. That's Greg. Uh, uh, He's not a magician. (laughs) But they fear him. <laughs> For Zach, yeah. he is a wizard. Oh, how is he supposed to be in here? This is a mix em up. His soul was spawned in the very magma that forged the universe. His veins coursed with ancient blood from Aeon's past. Gross. Who knows what terrors would be wrought upon this world if he was freed from this prison? Now, if you ask Greg, uh, and nobody ever asks Greg, no. but if you ask Greg, he'd probably tell you that he'd just, uh, you know, want to read some books and drink some tea. Yeah, uh, wizard shit. Yeah, preferably he'd be in like a little cabin on a hill. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, a dull end. Um, <laughs> but like the craziness in this song yeah. is like what everyone thinks will happen if Greg gets out. You know, because he's, he's, he's not doing illusions. He's not doing tricks. This man wields magic. <laughs> Hell yeah. We know not power. What po- We know not what powers Greg possesses. Yeah. Therefore, parole rejected. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Greg can't get a break, man. No, dude, he's a really nice guy. Ah, uh, fuck. Sometimes you're just born into it, you know? Yeah. Well, Marshall, great song, great playlist, man. <laughs> Thank this you. This is fucking great. Uh, what do we got for your last one? So my last song that's really going to close this out, we're going to talk about the warden. Oh. Yeah. The head honcho. The warden of this prison. And uh, I think the best way to describe him is to play my last song, Big Boss Rabbit by Freddie Gibbs. Freddie, 
seven on some bullshit. I put that president on my wrist and I got frostbite. Stack it like Pringles, you want a single, it's gon' cost. Pull up to your funeral room and shoot up your fucking car. I blow your house up with that honey drum. No hot 100, I'm a hot boy with some murder one. Cash money came back, no one my son, and you my youngest son. See my first crackhead like that beamer back in 91. I've been on the blazes, you pop was rockin' the gumby face. Fuckin' up my gut with the Zach, the bitch like some lemonade. Bitches, big BL, if you Dude, ah. Freddie Gibbs goes so hard. Yeah, he does. Uh, uh, I, I, the thing is, I was like, oh, Freddie Gibbs, he's from Gary, Indiana. Yeah. Uh, but before I would just like said something, uh, I was like, let me make sure he's from the Midwest. You know, yeah. so I I, I, I did a, a quick little wiki search. Freddie Gibbs, he's from Gary, Indiana, 40 years old. Chris Pine's actually 43, though. <laughs> 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 Dude, okay, this song goes hard. This song goes Hit me so with it. fucking What's, hard. What, what, what on earth does the warden do to deserve a Freddie Gibbs track? Dude? All right, so, so here's, here's the whole thing. I, 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 I want to say real quick, a lot of rappers talk about expensive living. Uh-huh. Freddie Gibbs is one of those people where I just go, oh, yeah, no, he's doing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, there's so yeah. many people who talk a lot, you know, and, and not to disparage the wealth that they have or acquired or anything like that, but Freddie Gibbs has, like, this, like, bass to his voice mm-hmm. and also the spirit speed of his flow yep. that just makes it so precise and so like factual in a way mm-hmm. that I go yes this man spits the truth you know well, like it's it's there's certain rappers where like their lyrical uh, choice and like their their flow really comes together to just like really make a cohesive like you know like you said it sounds like he's just spitting facts yeah exactly um, I think about people uh, 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 like Aesop Rock uh, mm-hmm. I think about people like uh, uh, honestly like MF Doom despite how weird and abstract he gets you know yeah, what I mean sure. it's like there's something about like LP and Killer L- Mike yeah dude yeah. Uh, Run the Jewels it's yeah. like there's something about it where it's it's there's certain rappers that the way they approach it it just sounds like they're just speaking like 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 real shit yeah Kendrick Lamar also does oh, a great yeah. job of that oh, yeah, yeah for sure for oh, sure man. uh but yeah no I just uh <laughs> and I also love the Mike Tyson sample at the beginning you know yeah. like it's the you know it's like there are no competitors everybody else is just like pitiful you know compared <laughs> like their their skills are primitive compared to me like that oh. is such a fucking great thing to like hype up a rap track you yeah know? uh and I also love that this beat in particular is very minimalistic it's it doesn't do a whole lot of showy stuff. It's it's mostly Freddie Gibbs doing the heavy lifting on this song, mm-hmm. and and it's it's perfect because of that, you know. Uh, uh, but the warden is the rabbit that has been pulled from the hat. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, and so oh. he is a very bitter bunny, and he <laughs> loves. He loves making these guys miserable. Bitter Bunny, that's the uh, the 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 Puerto Rican pop star. Yeah, he was on that Gorillaz album yeah. we listened to recently. <laughs> but he believes that magicians belong behind bars for what they have done to his people. In fact, some of the inmates have even disappeared. Oh, but they don't know if the warden has killed them or if we're still waiting. On the prestige. Do you think? Do you think the warden maybe, maybe picked him up and put them into a hat? Possibly, Marco. <laughs> You're asking a lot of questions around this prison. Uh, but yeah, no. <laughs> that is the end of uh, 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 the, uh, the 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 magician's prison, and we have figured out who the warden is—the guy uh, who's running sir. it all at the top. I'm, yes. a, I'm a government inspector. I'm inspecting this prison. It's my job to ask questions, and you can't just brush me off saying the segment's over 
uh, in an attempt to get me to not look at your facilities and like the squalor in which these human beings are fucking living in your facility. Also, you are a rabbit. You are not qualified for this role, sir. Excuse me, sir, but we have a podcast to finish. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. All right. I'll let it be. That's the end of our playlist, uh, Magician's Prison. But uh, Marshall, I think we have one more thing to go before we go. Yeah, guys, I'm actually super excited about this. Oh, yeah? Um, I've, been, I've been on the phone a bunch this week getting this set up. Yeah. Um, and, and, and today we have some folks from MTV's new show, Behind the Magic, coming to check out our studio. Holy shit. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, Behind the Magic is the new show. It's kind of like MTV Cribs. What they do is they show off different studios that different famous people have, whether it's like a home studio or like if they're a band or a musician, it's where they, like, they record. Oh, um, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. And and since uh, we are the number one fastest growing podcast on earth right now. Wait, what? Since we are the number one fastest growing podcast on earth right now. We are? Since we are the number one fastest growing podcast on earth right now, MTV's agreed to swing on by and hang out. Uh, okay. Um, shit. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I wish you had told me about that. I, w- I, I would not be wearing basketball shorts. <laughs> And a shirt from my former work from thir- <laughs> sorry from seven years ago. Hey, <laughs> ah, fuck, man. Uh, okay. Uh, well, when are they gonna be here? Oh, they're here. Oh shit. Yeah, here. Let me let them in real quick. Uh, okay. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, I'm Flick Chadston. I'm a producer over at MTV, and uh, guys, we're really uh, excited to uh, see your guys' studio. Well, Flick. We are so excited to be on your show. I mean, I mean, ah, like, I mean, take a look around. Soak it all in. Yeah, no, it's... This um, is what we've got. It's a room, that's for and sure. And now that we're the number one fastest growing podcast on earth... That's what I heard. We're hoping that maybe we could give your show a little bump. Oh, wow. All right. Well, I mean, you guys would really help us out if you guys did that. But uh, yeah, show me around. What do you guys got cooking up in here? So I'm going to start with our basic audio recording setup. You know, we'll start with kind of the basic stuff and get to the cool shit. Yeah, so the bones first yeah so we've got two premium podcasting mics mxl 770s running through some xlr cables that zach and i actually made ourselves straight into our audio interface that's plugged into my alienware laptop and that's how you get these crisp clear vocals every week folks oh a little bit of an indie vibe getting a big bony bear vibe from you guys (laughs) now if you thought that was cool though wait till i show you this new little addition i got now that we're uh getting kind of wealthy from our rapidly growing stats yeah show me where the magic happens so right here in this chest uh you'll see the most exciting pieces of new equipment that we got when did we get a chest it's the skeletal remains of babe ruth oh i don't know if you guys should have that yeah, well, it's 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 a really good vibe set for the the recording. A lot of times, I open up the chest and kind of like sit him up, so it's like he's in the room with us recording, because he is, he's just dead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can I can see the the fact that it, you just showed me a trunk of bones. Uh, no, but look, he's still wearing the jersey. <laughs> yeah, no, he, 
He's still got the stogie in his mouth. That's babe for sure. <laughs> Marshall, how did you afford all of that? Listen, Zach, don't ask questions. I'm trying to get us some exposure. I'm eating crackers for lunch. Yeah, yeah, dude. And my dad's rich, okay? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Flick? Yep. I'm super excited about this next upgrade. Well, I'm like, excited to see it. You thought Babe Ruth was cool? Uh, well, I mean, he was there. <laughs> next. We've actually brought this one secondhand straight from Dave Grohl's studio. Oh, the Grohl man himself. What we have right here is his water cooler with paper cups provided. No, gotcha. Ever and, since he switched over to just drinking his own urine. And 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 Flick? I mean, <laughs> I know it's a little high fidelity, but feel free to pour yourself a little paper cup. Oh, uh, uh, let me see if I can get some of urge. this. Uh, uh, let me see if I can gargle some Grohl, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, that is Chris. That is pure Nirvana. <laughs> and uh, uh, Flick, I do have uh, one last new addition to the studio that I think you're just going to love. Fantastic. Um, I think you'll be able to put this one in commercial clips. I think you'll be able to use this uh, uh, just all over for promotional content. We'll love to get that promo. No homo. So we actually, if we open up this closet here, you'll see that this whole closet is actually full of Yeezy brand apparel and shoes. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. Shirts, everything. It's like it's like people were like trying to get rid of the stuff. I don't even know. It's crazy. But we got all of it. We got his whole catalog here in studio. Everything Kanye West has made. Marshall, that's just my shirts with holes in them. Yeah, Zach, shh. <laughs> okay. Also. Wow, these are uh, pretty impressive stuff. Are these those new Yeezy Crocs? Yeah, yeah, you can tell because the holes in them. <laughs> impressive stuff, gentlemen. Impressive <laughs> stuff from the number one growing podcast in America. And and for your time, thank you so much. Uh, here's a golden bust of your head. Oh, wow. I mean, uh, I already have one of these at home that I jerk off to, but this is going to be my mistress. Yeah, now it can watch you jerk off to you. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you put it like that, I understand that you boys are the number one fastest growing podcast in America. Well, thank you so much for having me, boys. It's been great. Uh, seeing you and, and, and seeing the, the rotting corpse of Babe Ruth and uh, all the illegal things you guys got going on. We got to get going. We got to shoot Teen Mom 15. Is that the 15th season of Teen Mom or are the Teen Moms 15 in that one? Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming by, Flick. Uh, thanks for having me. I wish I would have talked to more of this Zach guy. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. Uh, thank you, Flick. <laughs> thank you, Flick. Uh, it's been great, uh, great that's seeing kinda, you. It's kind of hurtful. I don't think Flick liked me very much. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I didn't really talk to him that much. Uh, Jesus Christ, we have so much money and, uh, that we have wasted on this. Uh, well, hopefully, I mean, if we get this <laughs> MTV deal. And if anyone's in the market for Babe Ruth's bones, let me know, because those were not cheap. Yeah, I imagine so, Marshall. The the, the great Bambino. We uh, <laughs> 
And uh, uh, that is the uh, stolen corpse forehead kiss that puts this episode to bed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, it means a lot to us. Uh, if you could do us a solid and give us a follow on whatever you're listening to this podcast on, and uh, maybe even give us a review of what you think of the podcast. Uh, it, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, that's at Eardrunk uh, to see all of our tweets and all of our weird promotional photos that we put up for each and every episode when we <laughs> drop it if you guys could also share this episode with your friends if you enjoyed it you know just get our name out there that would be great I'm, I'm fingers crossed on this whole MTV thing but I don't know if it's gonna work out uh, they're not the network they used to be yeah that's true uh, you can also contact us and uh, give us uh, playlist suggestions like this listener did for Magician's Prison and uh, you guys could send us in that or you guys could let us know hey what we fucked up and we'll uh, read it here on air and we'll have a good time and you know we won't just... correct anything we will just read you saying it yeah i was about <laughs> to say we're trying to get better and i was like well we're trying to get better our own way but we always appreciate it uh-huh. uh and <laughs> we love hearing from you whether we take action or not exactly uh you guys can also check out the playlist uh for these episodes uh in the description you will also find uh jw francis who lets us use his song uh lo-fi off the album uh we share similar joy uh it's a great track he's a dope dude my man jw <laughs> uh he's out there uh promoting his new album dream house uh, i believe he's touring all over like europe right now and doing a bunch of other dope shit we love him we thank him he's the dopest uh so be sure to check him out and all the other great artists that we have uh, mentioned today on this podcast <laughs> uh and i think that's gonna do it for us so uh i have been your host zach webb and i'm joe pesci and have a kick-ass day <laughs> <laughs>